Evening Hot Dog Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Odd Dad Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, the third time's the charm, hopefully, Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com and at Odd Dad Out on all the social media places, and of course, in the Oddballs Facebook group. And this is a show where I ramble and rant and empty out my brain for your listening pleasure and tell you about a podcast that you should be listening to because I just think you should listen to more podcasts. <sighs> is that all? Is that all I do? I think that's all I do. <sighs> okay, I have to say this because I think it every time I say it and I just, my brain does this. Every time I mention the Facebook group, I always say, the Oddballs Facebook group, and I want to say the Oddballs Facebook group on Facebook, and I have to consciously stop myself from saying it because of the way I named the group, and at this point, I don't want to rename the group or change the way. I can't change the way I say it without having it written in front of me, and I'm pretty sure if I had it written in front of me, it would sound even less natural than me fumbling over it. (laughs) Ah, how the hell are you out there, Oddballs? Oh, so. If you've been following along, this is my third try, not that I didn't just say that a minute ago, um, to, uh, this is my third try at recording this episode. And, you know, it, this, this whole adventure of episode 197 started like two weeks ago. Um, I guess theoretically almost a month ago now because this got delayed because I got sick and then sick turned into, it's not the sick I thought it was, which turned into scrapping two versions of this episode for various reasons, which turns into, hey, I got home from work early. Let's see if we can do this. <laughs> and that's where we are, where I'm in a situation now where I don't want to wait anymore for this episode because, well, I got ranty. Uh, long story short, I, a few weeks ago, I got sick. I thought it was a cold. Uh, My sister came over and because she was washing the dogs, she got, I had to help her with washing the dogs because Mystic is a brat and wouldn't let my sister wash her without me there. So my sister ends up getting sick. My sister ends up with COVID symptoms and says, hey, maybe you should get checked. Now, up to this point, I'd had standard head cold she had standard head cold and then she lost her sense of smell and was like, oh shit, maybe we need to get checked or maybe we need to get checked out. Turns out we had COVID. In the meantime, my wife has gotten sick. My kids had gotten sick. You know, so yeah, our, our family got COVID and short of felt like a head cold. I have had, you know, if, if you followed the show for a while you're aware i have gotten sick like horribly sick and my i have chronic bronchitis and which means i i cut a lot of coughing out of the show just for reference and anybody knows me knows it i cough a lot because just you know lung damage which i've mentioned in the past when talking about covid stuff this was a concern my wife has always had with the whole thing with if we got sick if we caught this because one of our boys had an asthma My wife has asthma. I have chronic bronchitis. We have a lot of damaged lungs in the house and it's a respiratory disorder. So there was a better than average chance that would hit us very bad. I had next to no discernible symptoms. It was an annoying headache for what turned into two weeks. And my wife had a worse go of it. She had nausea and, and she had some breathing trouble. Um, Nobody went to the hospital. Everybody got over it in like two or three days. Nobody thought anything of it until my sister tested positive. I tested positive. One of my boys tested positive. And the only reason we got them tested, because they had had like weeks at this point, was just because they needed to go back to school. And one of them tested positive. And because one of them tested positive, 
this school says, hey, they've been in contact. All four of them have to be uh, out for another two weeks. Literally the day before they were supposed to go back to school on campus. Finally, after them saying and pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back since Christmas, you know, they came back from Christmas break and the school says, hey, we're going to anything. I talked about this before. Hey, since we expected you guys probably went out and did some traveling and, and, and some mingling with family members, just in case we're going to not bring anybody back on campus uh, for an extra two weeks. So everyone's going to be distance learning for two weeks, just in case, you know, you know, kind of the school's two weeks, you know, 14 days to slow the spread. Well, they, they did that. And much like 14 days to slow the spread turned into three months. And they kept pushing it back and pushing it. Oh, it's going to be a couple more. I was like, oh, we're going to move it out to the end of January. Oh, we're going to go until February. And now it's the first week of March. And literally there's two weeks before spring break at this point before. And we're like, my wife and I are just sitting here like, I bet you they're going to come back from spring break and they're going to say, hey, full distance learning for two more weeks, just in case you guys went out and did something for spring break. And maybe got like, it's just like, ah, what was the point? Was the point of starting them back on campus two weeks before spring break? Really? They could have just said, you know, fuck it. We're going to bring them back. It's after spring break. We will bring them back after spring break. But whatever, you know, that's, that's where we are at this point. They said next Thursday, the last day they would be on campus before uh, spring break, they can go back on campus. So the, the boys are super excited because let's just say they were pissed. They were so pissed when that test came back, man, because they were super excited. We're like, Hey, because I got sick. I was like, I, I had COVID and you guys were all sick. We know you were all sick. And again, this is the, they got sick and by the timeline of, Hey, you know, this many days after symptoms stopped, then they should be in the clear. Theoretically, they would have been in the clear by all, you know, guidelines by the end of this week, but they unfortunately couldn't because one of the boys, again, it would have been like another few more days and they, you know, would have all been in the clear by all of the, Hey, symptoms over, you know, symptoms started here, symptoms ended here. And, uh, this much time has passed. You're in the clear to go back to school. Unfortunately, when you've got a test with a date on it, that's the number they go by. So here we are. When that one came back, one of the boys was, oh, they were just so upset because this, again, it's been months and months and months. They haven't been on campus since before Thanksgiving. And so I think it was actually mid to late October. It was when we were, when we went on our, our camping trip on, in October, they had already been um, at full distance learning. They'd only had like a month of on campus before that got ended. And yeah, now that I think about it, there was one week, like one or two weeks where all of the boys were back on campus before their fall break, which is when we went on our camping trip. And now we're two weeks till our next camping trip. <laughs> That's how long they've been in full distance learning. And they were super excited to finally get to go back to school and then not. And so, yeah, they were pissed, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to go any further into it because my last two recordings basically were me giving the rundown of me being sick and everything I experienced in like a lot more detail and then turned into, especially take two, turned into a big rant about COVID and, and media hype and a lot of rantiness. And it's not the place for that. And I said, I've said as much on social media in the last week. Um, just say I'm fine. Uh, I'm in the clear. My wife is in the clear. Everyone's fine. Nobody's sick. Um, yeah, that's kind of where it is. Uh, you know, nobody's feeling sick. Nobody, everybody's, you know, we got, we felt sick for a few days. We got over, we're, you know, over it. We're in the clear. You know, I never had loss of taste or smell or anything like that. 
just a loss of appetite that I usually get when I get sick. You know, but that's, you know, that was, that's what happened. Um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not diminishing anything is because this can absolutely suck for some people. In our case, it was relatively mild and we've had much worse. We've experienced much worse. So yeah. Okay. I'm going to stop about that, but I'm going to keep it, you know, I'm, I'm basically giving you that. Um, I'm not going to go on too much today. What I am going to do though is that when I recorded this episode the first time, I literally went on for about 40, 45 minutes talking about all the sick stuff and everything I'd been going through before I knew it was COVID. And then the second try, I basically did the same thing with COVID and rantiness. And I didn't want to do that. I don't want to do that again. But first time around, I also had my full review from the Unrideable Rant. And you know what? I literally talked about this podcast for about 30 minutes. And I didn't want to waste that. And I didn't want to take that away from Juliet and David and that show and everything they do. Because I'm going to say it, most people probably don't go to my website and read my reviews. I've been doing them in an audible form for so long. Most people aren't going to read the things I write. I will straight up say I have not written a review (laughs) since this one because I was sick. And when I'm sick, I don't work. I'm just straight up. I'm telling you now the reason I haven't had the podcast go out in almost a month now, which is really upsetting for me. But it's when I'm sick, especially when like COVID headache. I did not want to sit there looking at a screen. I even, I wasn't even playing video games. Like really funny thing. My wife and I didn't even realize that our taxes, because we, we file, I've said this before, we file our taxes as early as humanly possible so we can get our return as early as humanly possible. Because when we know our tax return, that money spent way before. It's like, okay, this is going to credit cards. This is going to this. This is going to this. This is going to this. We know where that money is going as soon as it hits. We had not sat down and looked at a computer screen in so long. We hadn't realized that our tax money had already come in for like a week. (laughs) My wife sits down to finally do the budget after her head's clear and she's feeling better. She's like, oh shit, our taxes are here. Oh shit, they came in last week. (laughs) So, you know, that's how I was like, I'm not so. When I'm feeling sick, I don't work. I'm not going to sit there in front of a computer screen. I'm not going to sit there in front of a laptop. And oh yeah, I hate working at a laptop. It takes me so much longer to do anything sitting at a laptop. And apparently my sound card went out on my laptop. So maybe like looking at this, it may actually not be possible for me to record using my laptop if I ever decide to do that. I don't know. But that's something I've learned with the boys using my computer for school. I think they burned out my sound card. (laughs) I don't know, but I want to give you my full review and I'm going to be lazy as fuck. I'm going to give you what I recorded the first time because, well, again, lazy as fuck. For somebody who works so hard, and I, I, this is my, my philosophy on, on hard work. Really hardworking people are lazy as fuck or more accurately, truly smart, lazy people are, are like it, it, it's this you have to work my brother and i have always had this sort of philosophy wow i'm whistling sorry about that we work really really hard because we're lazy as fuck because we don't want to have to do it again <laughs> we would always explain to our co-workers and our supervisors and our employees where they'd see how hard we worked at everything and how much time we would devote to organization and, and into systems and to like establishing and making everything is like well oiled machine. And we'd explain to them, we work that hard because we're lazy as fuck and we want to make this as easy as possible. You have to work really, really hard to not have to work really hard. And so. And that's kind of where I am, is that I'm lazy. 
I work hard because I'm lazy. But when I'm like feeling sick and shit, I'm not going to fucking work. I'm just not. Sorry. I'm not going to sit down at my laptop and write a review when I'm going to say it right now. I still don't know. And I said this at the last episode. I do not know what podcast to review next because so much of my listening is weird shit. And I've reviewed a lot of weird shit. And that's why I jumped over and did the unwritable rant because it's not a weird show. It's. It's a, it's a little uh, adult, to say the least, but it's not weird shit. You know, it's not Welcome to Night Vale and Box of Oddities and things like Hello from the Magic Tavern or so many other weird. And like, I listen to a lot of weird, funny, like, you know, I want to talk about Oz 9, but it's still fucking weird. And things like I've been, you know, I love there's so many shows like uh, I've been binging Less is More lately. We want to go into a little side tangent of what's Adam listening to? Da, 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 da. I need a fucking thing for that, but <laughs> I need a I need a bumper for that. Really, I do something I don't already use. But, uh, I've been binging Less Is More, and I'm I, I need to I need to do a full review for that, and I need to talk about that more here because at that point, it's also something I've never talked about on the show before. So far, everything. I've reviewed is stuff I've already talked about. Actually, I didn't want for a, a box of oddities. But anyway, um, it's, it's it's hard to describe, but let's just say there's there's a ghost and a ghoul, and in their promos they explain kind of what you know misconceptions and things to know about ghosts and ghouls and blah 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 and this whole big thing, and they establish kind of their rules of their existence and lore and things, and it's they're, they're in this kind of supernatural world and shit happens. As, as the guys from Netflix and Swill would say, hijinks ensue. You know, they have a guest and shit goes sideways. You know, there's usually a couple of guests or whoever pops up, you know, recurring characters. You know, I have demons or, or other ghosts or zombies or whatever. I mean, the, the world of Less is Morgue exists where they like, they literally stop at one point and you're like, you know, unless, you know, the devil himself shows up. And then has to take a, a dramatic pause, and like, and the ghoul host Riley is like, just waits there. And is like, oh, okay, I just wanted to make sure he didn't actually show up because you know, weirder shits happened here, <laughs> you know. And so it's 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 really funny. So there's Riley and Evelyn. Evelyn's a ghost who is haunting Riley because Riley ate her body. So you know, unfinished business and desecrated corpse rules. And so now Evelyn is Riley's personal ghost stuck in Riley's parents' basement. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyway, I will be talking more about Less is More. If all that weird shit, all that weird shit, because Less is More. But I'll talk more about Less is More in the future when I eventually get around to writing my full review. I need to do less weird shit first. I need to do something I haven't I need to listen to new shows just for review purposes. And I haven't been doing that lately. I've just been trying to, being sick, I've, I haven't been listening to everything because I've said this before. I listen at work. So I've, I'm way behind. And so I need to listen to some new stuff. There's a few things. Again, like listening to Less is Morgue. And it's something I've been wanting to listen to. I just hadn't. And so I, again, I've been binging it. And once I first started listening to it, I just got hooked. And I'm, I'm very rapidly burning through the show. Um, and there were a couple shows that I started listening to wholly with the intention of, hey, I'm going to review this show for the podcast. Even like I reached out before I restarted the show and said, hey, I'd love, you know, I want to review some new podcasts. And a bunch of people reached out to me and were like, hey, what do you think? And all of the shows that I listened to with the express intent of reviewing them for the show have stopped. <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck, I liked this show. And there was one, um, I'm blank. It was, it was, it was actually a true crime show. And I've said before, I'm not a fan of true crime. And so I usually don't view them favorably, but this one, I, I'm, I'm blanking the name right now and I don't want to take my phone out and look it up, but I really liked the way they did it because they weren't covering murders. And I, I really liked this show and the way they handled it. But they, I think looking at their release schedule at the time when they were releasing, they were doing like once a month. 
And they did like one episode after they reached out to me and were like, hey, I'd love to see what you say about the show. And I listened to him and I really liked the show. And they did one more episode after I started listening to him. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> and I, I'm again, I'm, I, it's on my phone. I don't want to take my phone out and, and find stuff right now. But yeah, it's just like, eh. so I, I don't want to do a bunch of reviews for shows that are no longer in production that have pod faded or anything. So I need to find some new shows. So if you have any recommendations, hopefully, and I'm just going to say this, even though I know a lot of you out there do also listen to weird shit. Because, hey, why not? Weird shit's fun. But I'm looking for your recommendations. And I know I've said this before. I want your recommendations for shows you want me to review. Shows you think I should listen to. Because I've been telling you for the last five years. God, it's almost been six. Son of a bitch. Almost six years now. I've been telling you my podcast recommendations and the shows I think you should listen to. I want you to tell me what you, you right there with those little things in your ears, because come on, who listens? It's like, you're either listening in the car or you're listening in earbuds. Let's be real. Uh, but, you know, listening to me, my voice in your head right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I was, I was going to have some sort of a Jiminy Cricket conscience joke and I just lost it. I had no clue what the fuck to say. I am a shitty conscience. My bad. But <laughs> uh, I want you to tell me what you think I should be listening to. Not even based on, oh, I think you'll like this, but something you like that you think, hey, you should check this out. I want to see your perspective on this because you know, it's it's interesting getting other people's opinions on stuff. Now, I may not like it, and I'm kind of looking for that. I'm actually kind of looking in a weird, sick, weird, twisted way. Come on, I'm weird that way. I kind of am hoping to get a recommendation for something that I don't like to force me to listen to something that I don't necessarily like. And I'm generally a pretty optimistic kind of person. You know, for somebody who's as ranty as I am, I'm kind of a, I'm, I'm usually kind of optimistic. And I usually, you know, if, if you've listened to any of my reviews in the past, anybody, I, I always try and put a, a fairly positive spin and I generally don't shit on people directly. I almost want to have something that I can shit on and say, no, this fucking show sucks balls. Now, I'm not going to be a dick about it. I've, I've been you know, giving positives and negatives for everything. Now, I wouldn't be opposed to finding a show where my negative list is longer than my positive list. So far, I haven't had that, but I've also only been talking about shows that I like and have liked for a while. So, tell me. Hit me up on the social medias, Odd Dad Out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, send me a DM, uh, tweet at me, uh, join the Facebook group. Again, Oddball's Facebook group on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Links are in the show notes. As always, all of it is at odddadoutpodcast.com. Now, I'm not, I'm not giving you the spiel yet, I'm, but, you know, hey, or if you want to leave me a voicemail, 516-636-7631. I had to remember it because I don't have it in front of me because I, I never remember. Oh, remember the phone number? No, it's not. I'm, 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 when the moment arises organically for me to tell you the number, as uh, you know, it's Fuck it, what, 516-OTO-POD-1, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's in the show notes. And in the show notes, you should be able to actually just go click it and it should uh, you should be able to call or text me with your recommendations or just say, hey, totally. Again, you can leave a voicemail. You can t send me a text even. Or you can record something and email it to me, show at odddadoutpodcast.com. You can totally do that too. Um, lots of things. Whatever. Again, I think even on Instagram, I think you can even send like little voice memo things. I had somebody who used to, uh, Steph Fuccio from the, the Geopaths podcast and all the things she does under the Geopaths name. She doesn't like to type. <laughs> and so I, I would be typing message. We'd have a conversation. I would type a message to her and she would voice memo back to me. And it's like, Hey, that works. It also makes it a little bit easier sometimes to just listen to somebody when I can't 
pull up my phone. I can just listen to their messages. But you could do that. I realize I'm just like going on and on about ways you can reach out to me and make contact. Uh, but yeah, check it. There's lots of ways. You you know, let me know. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you're feeling. I want to know you inside. That's sounding weirder and weirder. But I'm I'm that. I mean, it's me. So I mean, what did you expect? But I said I wasn't going to go on this long, and I realized I've mostly kind of been. I've. That's the thing, is that I didn't want to leave you with nothing, and I originally was going to sit down. And just say, hey, this week I'm just going to give you my review of Unwritable Rant. And then you, and I'll see you next week. Have a good day, everybody. And do that whole shtick. And then I, you know, didn't. And unless something, you know, kicks me in the ass and says, shut the fuck up and say goodbye already. I'll just keep talking. You know this by now. So, I, you know, half the time. I cut myself off because I'm like, holy fuck, I've been talking for an hour. Just shut up already. God damn it. So <laughs> that's just me. But, you know, I'm, 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 I, I want, you know, I'm, I'm in this like little bubble of, I want your feedback. But at the same time, I'm not to say I'm not interested in what you think of the show, but I want to know what you think of other shit. Because, you know, if you're listening to the show, you at least like it enough to listen to the show. If you don't like it, you're not listening to me. So you're not listening to me say you don't like the show. It's a whole big thing. You know, if you don't like the show, you don't listen. And if you don't listen, you're not listening to me right now. So it doesn't matter. But anyway, I want to, li- I want to know, like, I want, I need more ideas, I guess. I need ideas for what you want to hear from me. For one, do you want me to go on more fucking gardening shit? If you want to hear more about me picking green onions and my fucking carrots, I'm so excited. Uh, sidebar, I finally, I've got some carrots growing and I've gotten to pick like four carrots out of my garden in, in the last couple of days and they were so good. Oh my God, it's so great. You can follow me on Instagram. I post a lot more of my garden shit. If you follow me on Instagram, I honestly, I think I post mostly garden shit. On I don't take selfies or anything. I don't like share a lot of personal shit other than my gardening stuff. So yeah, you check out my garden shit on Instagram. But anyway, I'm going to shut up and I'm going to stop. I'm not stopping. Technically, I'm not stopping. Technically, I'm I'm going to give you my review of the unwritable rant that I recorded like two fucking weeks ago and I've been trying <laughs> to release and I literally intended to just sit down and record an intro for that and then I just went off because I do. My bad, yo. Uh, so. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to tell you, you know, drop me your recommendations. All the places. I've told you all the places. Instagram, Facebook, join the the Oddballs Facebook group, voicemail, text me 516-636-7631, 516-OTOPOD1, email show at odddadapodcast.com. There's a little box on the website, odddadapodcast.com. Fuck all these. I told you all this shit already. Yeah. And I'm, guess what? I'm going to tell you all this shit again because I'm not going to cut off the end of the fucking show where I did this shit already. Sorry. I told you I'm lazy. But enough. 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 Stop rambling. Get on with the fucking review of the Unridable Rant. (laughs) Recommended listening. Here's a few reasons why you should be listening to the Unwritable Rant podcast with host Juliet Miranda. She can tell a great story. If you can't play dead, play drunk. And it works, I swear. <laughs> she interviews celebrities that have great stories. If, if we have a cousin that's kind of strange, we don't we don't put him away or tuck him away. We set him on an old dryer out in the front yard with alcohol and let him wave at people. <laughs> right, right. And then you tell your friends about it. And she's tolerant and loves kids. So these kids go running up after the ball, and I stand up and I yell, kids die in the street all the time. So head on over to theunwritablerant.com and listen to the show. Just before I got sick, I released my review of the Unwritable Rant podcast hosted by 
Juliet Miranda. And if you recall way back in the day, and I didn't realize this, I actually originally reviewed the unwritable rant before I reviewed Welcome to Night Vale. I believe this was actually episode 65, 64 or 65. But I've been listening back to my reviews that I've done in the past to kind of see where what it was I saying back then. And it's been interesting listening, one, listening back to the show and two, seeing kind of how my views of different podcasts have changed over time. And for the most part, my view on this show hasn't changed. My criticisms of it are pretty consistent from then until now. The big difference being my chief criticisms that I've had with the show in the past, they changed. So good on them. But I don't want to jump in on the unwritable rant, which let's just jump into the official synopsis here. This join author and occasional misanthrope, Juliet Miranda, for bourbon-soaked personal stories and celebrity interviews. From misadventures working in the music industry, dating disasters, and an incautious life with her guy, Juliet knocks back 30 minutes of relatable, revealing, and comically real stories. She occasionally invites top comedians, actors, and musicians to join her and share their own stories about life and more. Every episode is paired with a short bourbon review because all good stories should come with a side of booze. And that little detail on there, the, on the end, is something that has changed in recent months, but I'll get to that in a bit. So, my, my pro-con list, which I actually have been having difficulty putting together at this point because at this point I have only been reviewing shows that I've been listening to for a long time, and for the most part, I'm a fan of. So trying to find cons to list is a little more difficult. But just getting it right out of the way, on the pro side, great audio quality. And over time, they've been upgrading their setup and changed out some equipment and improved as time has gone on because they have been doing this show for, I believe, five years now. Uh, possibly even six. I think they might have just done had their six-year anniversary. And so they put some time in. On top of that, her husband is a musician and at least a competent audio engineer. So he knows how to put sound together. Uh, if you are anybody on the internet who interacts with Juliet and David, the producer, you know, I mean, the guy puts pro- the producer in his title. So he, 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 he knows his way around audio equipment, but you know, audio quality, it kind of is a given. So it just, they sound good. They, they don't sound like crap. And so far, again, these are shows I listen to. I've been listening to for a long time. I note it in my reviews, although it's not necessarily something at this point that really is anything outstanding. Moving on. Uh, the stories are just great. They're like highly, highly engaging. And I think that's probably one of the best things is that the stories themselves are are the main attraction. And I mean, you don't listen necessarily. You, maybe you listen for the bourbon reviews, but for the most part, you listen to the stories because these are her stories. And you listen to Juliet telling all of this weird shit and they they imply in a lot of their descriptions like they're mostly true stories. Like maybe she's taken a little artistic freedom with them. And she always keeps as far as like uh, personally identifiable information about anybody because she does talk about celebrities and musicians and people she's interacted with in her career as a music journalist. And so she's had interactions with legit celebrities who, if they were really feeling litigious, could destroy her with some of the stories she has. And I'm sure some of them, if they heard the stories she tells, could easily be able to figure out, holy shit, this bitch is talking about me. But she didn't use my name. And, you know, it's kind of one of those, if they came out and complained, then everybody would know that you're that guy who had that thing about Cheetos in in bed. Yeah, it was a story. It was really gross. And I 
think everybody who's heard that story has their suspicions about who that could be. There's so many little stories and characters. And that's the, that's the other big thing is the, the celebrities are one thing and the who's who. And I think I might know who that is kind of stuff. But probably one of the best things is the quirky cast of recurring characters, also known as her friends and her husband, who, I mean, it doesn't take long for you to really get attached to people like Texas and Crazy Town and some of the stories for all of the chaos and and uh as i titled the review uh, bourbon fueled debauchery of the best kind for all of that bourbon fueled debauchery there's also a lot of emotion there and there's a lot of stories and i i i go back to episode 100 which was one where she went back and kind of told some stories that she'd held back on up to that point and one of those stories was actually the end of her relationship with her friend Crazy Town. And this particular story was such an emotional roller coaster because it literally involved her and, and Crazy Town becoming private strippers. And let's just say some of the descriptions got uh, spicy. And so you, you get the, 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 the sexual aspect of it. You get the, 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 the humor of the situation of, you know, again, private dancing. So it was like for bachelor parties and stuff like that. And then situations get out of hand and the humor of, you know, and where the hell did you pull that knife out of? And, you know, everybody's heard the story of the bachelor party where the wife shows up, you know, and, and so stuff like that. And trying to get all of this story and I'm trying not to spoil it, but basically giving you the, the high points of shit goes sideways, funny situation, spicy situation turns, um, crazy and violent and ultimately turns into a, parting of ways of very long-time friends. And so this emotional roller coaster you go on, especially after 100 episodes and establishing this person as such a, a, a an important part of her life and her relationship and her, her friends, like her friend group and the things they'd been through together and to see this is how that relationship ended. And it's not her last appearance in, in any of the stories, mind you, but it, it was definitely a big emotional one for me. And that one is, that's still one of my favorite episodes. But the fact that a show, which is primarily based around all these sort of crazy drunken stories, still is able to take you on an emotional roller coaster, then that you're getting any emotion out of it for that matter is, is quite impressive. Not to mention just you know, Juliet's style and the way she's able to tell these stories and convey all this stuff. And I said in my first review, Juliet has a voice of a 900 number phone sex operator. And I mean this in the best possible way. She has just a, a smoothness and she's just got this smooth, sultry voice that you are going to listen to her, whatever she says. She just has this great, smooth voice and her delivery is great. And yeah, really, I mean, I, I still, this is one of those, I don't miss it. Five years on, I still listen to this every week and I don't see any reason to stop because my cons list is almost irrelevant because my cons list was almost eliminated by them over time. So in my original review, my two biggest complaints, I don't even call them complaints, but my two big 
cons from my original review were, I don't see the point for the bourbon reviews other than it's kind of a, it's an element of her stories was most, almost everything she talks about. Alcohol usually caused the problem or it was a major player in the story. And it is a major part of her personality and who, and the character of Juliet is, you know, her and her husband drinking and getting into trouble. Usually just kind of how her life seems to go. Well, they would start every episode with a bourbon or whiskey review of some type and she'd get into it. And I will say I appreciated the information from the perspective of, hey, if I were interested in trying these things, she is providing great information and it definitely left me interested in trying different alcohols if I were a drinker. When she describes a bourbon as being very leathery and with like notes of pepper and hibiscus or whatever the fuck, I don't know what she's talking about, but I'm curious to find out what that is if I were more of a drinker. So, although it sparked my curiosity, I don't really need it because I'm here for the stories, not for the bourbon. So, I was kind of was like, eh, it's a little disjointed. It's not necessary with the main content being crazy stories. But I could see where it thematically fit because bourbon-soaked stories, oh yeah, we're going to talk about bourbon. And then the celebrity interviews, for me, again, just didn't really fit because the main content is her stories and all of her bourbon-soaked debauchery. Well, a lot of the celebrity stories were their sort of crazy out there, you know, musicians talking about crazy road stories or what it was like doing this thing. And so it was, it, it, it's similar to what she would do, but in a more refined, you know, interview style thing with somebody else. And as much as Charlie Daniels and uh, Bill Burr, I think she talked to you at one point, actually. And, and these guys, as much as it's cool hearing these interviews, I listen for Juliet's bourbon soaked stories and all of the celebrity interviews. And, and she's had some amazing celebrities she's talked to really, but it doesn't fit the main vibe of the show for me. And I say this as somebody with an incredibly disjointed show as it is, but for me, the, the interviews always took away from the main show. And so I will, and I will even say in my biggest, biggest problem with the interviews, and this is something I have expressed to David, the producer in the past was for the interview episodes because they're getting in touch with these celebrities. Now I mentioned that the audio quality was top notch. Every single interview they had had garbage audio. And I remember, well, it was Burt Kreischer they did an interview with, and they actually let me, I, I kind of, they were like, hey, can you listen to this and, and give us any feedback, anything you think we need to change? And I was like, hey, one, honored that they would reach out to me because at that point we didn't have as, you know, a, a normalized of a relationship um, traveled in the same podcast friend circles as it were. But I told him, like, interview's great, but it sounds like crap. And my complaint with it was primarily, hey, this sounds like crap, knowing Burt Kreischer has a podcast. And he should have been able to have better audio than the garbage you guys have. And he basically said, yeah, when it comes to dealing with these celebrities, they have their producers and they have their teams. They don't know the first thing about recording audio or sounding good and they don't particularly care. So the best you can usually get is a phone call. And phone calls, if you've ever listened to a phone call audio compared to radio or podcast, phones sound like ass. And so just about every single interview they had sounds like ass because it was all recorded phone calls. And it was like, yeah, it's just kind of the thing about dealing with celebrities. And we're like, well, yeah, 
sucks though. Um, so, but I say all that, you know, com- my complaints about the, the bourbon reviews and the interviews to say neither of those things are part of the podcast anymore. Because in the last year or two, I think I, I, I lost track of exactly when they really started doing a lot more on their YouTube channel. But after, and I have to look and double check here, but after episode 220, they moved the whiskey reviews to the YouTube channel because they have been doing weekly live streams on Monday nights. And so they've had a lot of their celebrity interviews drop onto their YouTube channel and into their live streams. They do whiskey and bourbon reviews on the YouTube channel. I don't, I, I've only been on, dropped in on their live stream once or twice. And because yeah, I'm just not a big live streamer, I don't watch a lot of live stream stuff. But, you know, those two big problems that I had, my two big complaints with the show are no longer really in the show. They've been transferred to the YouTube channel, which I think is a better place for them. And it keeps that core content of Juliet's crazy stories in the podcast, which is why I listen to the podcast. And so really that's it. My, those, my two big negatives, personally, the only two complaints I have aren't part of the show anymore. I put them in the review to note them because they're still in the back catalog. So if you're listening to older episodes, those are the things you have to be aware of. And I noted that, like I said, content can get kind of spicy. She's incredibly unfiltered minus, you know, uh, concealing personal information. Because again, some of her stories could get some people in trouble, really. I mean, for that matter... I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations may not be up on some of the things she's admitted to on the show sometimes, but <laughs> you know, short of spicy content and foul language, which if you've listened to me for any amount of time, I don't give a shit, but it might affect somebody. Um, yeah, Th- those are my negatives. Not a lot. And again, this is a show I listen to every week and I have zero chance of quitting anytime soon. Like, I, I would probably still listen to this even if I stopped listening to most of the other podcasts I listened to. Now, what was my final verdict? Four stars. And if you've been kind of noticing a pattern with my reviews, it, it just comes down to it doesn't have a huge mass appeal. And I'm giving my incredibly uh, a, a subjective uh, star ratings with that in mind is that this isn't for everybody. It's definitely for me personally. It's a five on my, my personal scale for me. It's a, it's a five, but it's also not for everybody and the little things here and there. And again, those two big, even though they're no longer part of the show are still negatives in the bulk of the catalog. So, Eh, four stars. Four stars isn't bad, guys. Remember, I have yet to review a show I didn't like. And I haven't given anybody a perfect score, and I doubt I ever will. But four stars. Awesome fucking show. Good, dirty, drunken fun. That's it. Not family friendly. It's not clean. If you don't have a problem with foul mouth tales of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, this is it. If you are cool with those things, you need to listen to this show at least once. I'm sure you will enjoy it on some level because it's fun, it's funny, it's just great escapism. The emotional swings, it's just great vibes. It's not a negative show. And unlike some other shows that I've had I've, I've talked about lately, they keep all of the politics out. This is about telling great stories and drunken fun. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, and lots and lots of bourbon. So, unwritable rant at theunwritablerant.com, at Morning Neurosis, and David the Producer on the Twitter. And you just got to check it out. You really do. 
And if you're into bourbon and stuff, check out their YouTube channel. I believe it's youtube.com slash Juliet Miranda. I don't remember if I put a link to it. I think there's a link to it somewhere in my review, which was, of course, going to be listed in the show notes because, you know, that's how podcasts work. Check the show notes. But I spent about as long talking about this show, and I'm going to say I probably did it the first time I did too, talking about this show as much as I did uh, talking about being sick. I will also say this is probably the longest review I've written so far because when I'm really into a show, I, I write about it and I tend to write more about female podcasters than male ones. I don't know. Most of my favorite podcasters are girls. But I'm going to wrap up because I've been talking longer than I should have for not knowing what to talk about. Now, I'm I'm, I'm strongly considering um, kind of playing catch up and dropping another episode next week to get back on regular schedule. I don't know if it really matters or not. But I'm also kind of considering getting back on a weekly schedule if I can. But I may be able to start... Uh, recording more regularly again I need to figure out what I'm going to do my next review on hopefully I'll have that up by Friday hopefully if I can figure out what I'm going to talk about because I don't know but ah, I gotta stop rambling and get out of here so until maybe next week oddballs (laughs) I am Adam Higgins the odd dad out thank you and good night (laughs) 